Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties, in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics, present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Welcome back to another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. We are joined by Mark Foster, the head soccer coach for your Little Rock Trojans. Big Talk on Little Rock is now available for listening on your iPhone, iPad, Android, tablet, PC, Amazon Echo device, Roku, or in your car through the Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify apps. This segment of Big Talk on Little Rock is brought to you by LeafGuard. Mark, thanks for joining us, and uh, how are things? Good morning. It's great to be here. Um Things are good, you know, with all that's going on, uh, things are, are really good when I think about it. Let's go back to when you were hired, January 16th, 2018, and then first ever Sunbelt Tournament Championship, the Little Rock Trojans won it that next season. You advanced to the NCAA Tournament and got to play in Fayetteville, uh, Razorback Field. What was that experience like, and I guess – did you know about the rivalry between Little Rock and Arkansas when you came here, or did you learn a lot about it leading up to that, that game in the tournament? Uh, sometimes you think you know something, but you really have to experience it to realize you don't. And um, That was a wonderful experience. and um, It's only now that you have time to reflect and, and look back. Actually, during uh, COVID was the first time I sat down and watched the whole game back. And... Uh, so I made a pot of tea and uh, sat down and, and watched it back. And um, the scoreline was was quite harsh, five one. But when I watched the whole game back and had time to actually reflect, I was like, actually, we played well. We weren't that bad, and especially in the second half, the, the girls were fantastic. I just, on reflection, uh, that being our first experience of the national tournament, it being Arkansas. I mean, out of all the teams in the national tournament, that was the one that you know, it stirs emotion more than any game that we could have been drawn. Um, and so the lead up to it um, is the first time myself or our soccer players were doing TV interviews, media interviews. And so it was a new world for us. Um, and and I think with all due respect, if we'd have drawn somebody else, we wouldn't have had that. The fact that it was Arkansas really heightened it up and um, when I watched the game back, um, we were just a little bit nervous at the start. We just our inexperience, um, let them get on top of us. But once we settled down um, and started to play a bit, we showed everybody um, that we're actually we were a good team, you know. So, but a wonderful experience. Um, you know, when I interviewed for the job, uh, the backstory: I, I was the assistant coach at South Alabama. Mm-hmm. Try to keep that a secret. You know no, that I okay. worked at a, a rival school in the league. I like South Alabama. There's some good food in Mobile, like yeah. Felix's ca- <laughs> Felix's uh, fish camp. Yeah, just good, across the bay. Good memories, good memories. But um, so I, I was familiar with Little Rock. I was familiar with how how good a program it was, and thought there was a lot of potential here. So um, applied for the job believing in Little Rock and, and thinking there was potential here. Um, but never never did I think within a year we'd have won the Sun Belt and be playing Arkansas on national TV at the national tournament. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, uh, you know, something we, we definitely thought we could, you know, have success, but it was it was beyond our dreams. Now that you did that, did it kind of elevate the expectations for Little Rock soccer? 
And I guess with all the media attention, it had to explode the notoriety of Little yeah. Rock Soccer. Yeah, um, it did, you know, and and from just even people around town seeing you with your polo shirt on or even on campus, um, it did. And, and I certainly, myself and order the assistant coach, we we get a lot more recruiting emails. Um, so that's a good thing. And But that's that's natural. Um, the more success you have, um, the more people are interested and the more expectations are raised. And so those are good problems to have. Those are problems that if you're in athletics, you should want. Um, so we're delighted with the raised expectations. Um, that group of girls um, that went to the national tournament with 10 seniors. Um, and so we graduated um, one of the best groups in program history. So we're rebuilding and with a young team now, um, but I remind them every couple of days, hey, look, um, the first one's the hardest. Having that breakthrough is the hardest. Um, now we know we can win at Little Rock. Um, we just need to get used to that expectation and try and do it again. Um, but I really do. I think um, now we've moved from I hope we can win to I know we can win. Mm-hmm. And and so um, we have a young group now that are building up and are having to get used to that expectation that um, I'm a little rock soccer player and I've got a coach that expects me to win. Is that the hardest part to get through to your athletes is the fact that, hey, look, we've done it before and now we're not just trying to get – we're trying to establish and get back to that. We're not just trying to get by. Yeah. Is that the hardest part to get across to the athletes? Um, yes and no. Um, some of it, um, you know, for the athletes it's natural. So they – you know, when people see them wearing a Little Rock soccer shirt, now there's an expectation, there's a weight. Um, I'll be honest, last year, we were, there was the first time we ever had a target on our back and we had a young team that struggled mm-hmm. with that. So, But that's okay. We can learn from that and we're stronger. But now when the girls come into my office, there's pictures of a national tournament and a, a, a championship. There's trophies now in the trophy cabinet. There's pictures on the wall when they're walking to the weight room. So um, whether the... Uh, I think some of the expectations come from the environment around my job as a coach is to remind those girls that I brought them here because I think they can get us back there my job is to build them up and give them the confidence to do it I think some of the expectation um, just naturally comes from being in the building you know Mm -hmm. and now that we're in the middle of this COVID-19 pandemic and uh, it's already affected your your fall season because you can't start before September one is that that's what the Sun Belt has said? You had a match scheduled on the 29th to go right back up to Fayetteville and play the Hogs. Yeah, um, and look, you know, uh, Colby up there, head coach, has done a wonderful job at Arkansas. But we got to know each other a little bit um, at the national tournament, and and he said, look, this has been a great for us as well. And uh, there was a big crowd that night, and and Colby was like, I'd rather play Little Rock. I'd rather play someone that we can. Um, people know about and people are interested in the game so they've invited us up and uh, that was going to be the first game um, uh, up there um, regular season outside of national tournament and so we were excited and disappointed to lose it but we're already working hard to find dates in uh, 21 that will allow us to get back up there and that's the only way we're going to get better that's Mm -hmm. the only way we're going to 
get used to that. We don't want to, you know, like I said earlier in the interview, we a little bit of stage fright, a little bit of nerves up there. So how do you undo that? You, you, you know, it's like if I've got a five-year-old, I'm teaching him to ride a bike, he falls off, we have to get you him back get on back the on bike. It. Yeah. You know? So uh, that's what we'd like to do. Um, as far as preparations for the season, um, it has been hard, uh, more so on me, because as a coach, I like to be organized, like to be planned. And right now we, we can't do that, you know, so that, that, that's pretty hard. But the message we've been telling the girls is, is we got to do what we control. We don't control what the NCAA decide, what the Sunbelt decide. Um, what we control is our attitude today and how hard we work today and preparing. Um, I've told the girls, we until someone tells us we're not having a season, you need to act like we're having a season and get ready. And they've been brilliant. They've bought into that um and uh you know we're starting to have some of the team back on campus and they're starting to get in the weight room and uh just them being around each other is starting to get them excited when you talk with them is it mainly through zoom or is it you know phone calls between each individual athlete and then your your groups i I would assume are are zoom meetings it's funny you go back a few months ago and i what was Zoom? Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, uh, you know, everybody's Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. We, uh, at the start, yeah, a lot of Zoom calls. And then I started to realize um, there's no structure to these and there's a lot of noise and and, and, and it wasn't great. So um spoke to actually a, a friend of the programs uh, who's a sports psychologist and he said, look, if you're going to have a Zoom call, just like any meeting, there has to be a topic and there has to be a structure. So we started spreading our meetings out a little bit, but we started putting topics in place, you know. So uh, one of them, we just decided that uh, you had to get on there and tell uh, something you're thankful for. Um, and we were just trying to remind the girls that, because at that time, everybody was being down. Everybody was, well, you know, we got our seasons cut short and we had to go home and everything was negative And, you know, um uh so we were like hey let's change the story let's get people thinking and talking positive again so uh one of our most positive zoom calls was when we got everybody on and everybody had to share something they were thankful for and and so that really helped us start to shift the mindset um i also thought it was better for me and audra to use that time to get to know the girls on a personal level sometimes when we're on campus it's just about soccer and academics and how you do in the classroom how you do in the classroom you got an exam how's your soccer going um and sometimes we forget to have the most important conversation how are you really doing how's your family um that sort of stuff so we use that time to have a lot of individual phone calls and, and get to know the girls on a deeper level um but i also found with individual phone calls people were willing to be more vulnerable people were willing to talk about coach I'm afraid of this. I'm not sure. Is it safe to come back? What are we doing? Um, when you have 30 people on a Zoom call, it's hard for someone to put their hand up or unmute themselves and say, mm-hmm. hey, coach, I'm not doing well and I'm scared. You know, so so we did a bit of both, really. You know, the, the Zoom calls were good to, to get a giggle and get together and try and create some of that positive energy. But the the deeper stuff, the real meaningful stuff came from taking the time to just pick up the phone and have a proper conversation. And especially, I don't want to make myself sound old, but 
the girl, the age of the girls I'm coaching, the communication to them is text message and social of media. Of course. So, yeah. Um, for some of them, it might have been the longest they were ever on a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to uh, explain emotion through a text message. It's, it is. It is. Yeah. He is Mark's Foster. I am Trey Schaap. This is Big Talk on Little Rock. We're going to take a break. Come back with more. This segment was brought to you by LeafGuard. Stay with us. In sports, success is measured in points, wins, and trophies. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in how we support our communities, in being there when you need us most, and the occasional trophy, like the one from J.D. Power for highest customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. For J.D. Power 2019 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Hear ye now, the news is good, my friend. I'm here to tell you that Big Red Stores is making the coffee lover's life just a little bit better with 69-cent coffee refills all fall and winter long. Purchase our new Big Red Stores coffee mug in high-quality stainless steel or the economy version and refill it over and over with hot, fresh community coffee for only 69 cents. And never pay full price for gas at Big Red Stores because when you use your Big Red Rewards card to make purchases inside the store, you get discounts outside at the pump. If there's not a 69-cent coffee refill selling Big Red Store in your neighborhood, you need to move welcome back to big talk on little rock this segment brought to you by bath makeover we're sitting down with mark foster the head soccer coach for your little rock trojans mark obviously with not knowing what's going to happen with the season but the season as it is right now who's on the schedule right now uh, our first game will actually be at home now um to tulsa i uh, just spoke to their coach the other day and um, they're trying to get their team back on campus and plan the test once a week and their conference uh, want to still play. Um, and then uh, we're on the road to Oklahoma State. Uh, fantastic program. Um, Colin does a great job coaching there. Uh, they've just built a new soccer stadium. It's one of the nicest stadiums in America um, at any level, not just college. Even It's nicer than some of the pro stadiums. So delighted that they were willing to invite us up there um it shows that our program's moving in the right direction when programs like that are willing to um let you come and play them um moving ahead uh we're trying to reschedule uca um great folks up the road and uh, if they're in season and we're in season it's a no-brainer to play them right so um that's probably the safest game we can play so we need to we need to work out a way to get that one in so but it just seems like little rock and uca they would play in the middle of i-40 if they had to yeah yeah so um we're, we're trying to do it you know um conference play uh for the safety of the kids uh we've decided to split the conference up into an east and west this year so that we, you know we don't have situations where we're flying to play coastal or app and uh I think that was wise for this year. So we're going to end up with eight conference games. We're going to play Arkansas State home and away. We're going to play Louisiana, uh, Lafayette and Monroe home and away. And then uh, Texas State home and away. So um, it's going to give us eight conference games. And they're going to be really tough and competitive. And, and seeing each other twice in conference is going to be new for us. And it's going to be a real challenge. Yeah. Um, especially those second round of games once people have had a chance to size each other up um, and then as of right now um, really delighted with the the Sun Belt's commitment to, to, to wanting to have a tournament um, and so hopefully our 
regular season goes well and we're back at Foley uh, where we won the tournament two years ago and, and competing again. Um, so I, I'm excited. You know, you know, as we sit here, there's a lot of leagues um, uh, have decided it, it's not, they can't do it. We've still got an athletic director in George Lee that's working really hard to find a safe way to do this. We've got the Sun Belt and, and their staff are working really hard to, to see if we can find a way to do this. And so I'm excited um, that that's what we're trying to do. Um, but for the girls, they know this. And for any parents that's listening in, we're not going to take unnecessary risks and we're not going to do anything stupid. So if it's safe to play, we'll have a great schedule and we'll get out there and play to the best of our ability. If it's not, um, we'll deal with it in a good fashion. Would you would you be okay if, let's say, the Sun Belt or the NCAA says, "Hey, look, we we just can't do anything in the fall"? Would you be okay with changing and having a full season in the spring? I would be because safety is the most important. All right, so um, you know, I was delighted when they moved it from August to September because you have to realize the last time this group of girls were together and trained together was. Um, I believe early March and so even if you look at uh, for instance some of the professional leagues that have come back and played soccer none of the players are catching COVID but they're picking up muscle injuries they're picking up um, soft tissue injuries Uh, the women's professional league I think the first weekend had three torn ACLs so um, to be honest with you my not that I'm a doctor but I'm not concerned about COVID right now. I'm concerned about the physical side of the condition of the girls. Can we get them where they're ready to go from being at home, doing nothing, to um, playing 90-minute soccer games? And so I think it was wise that they've pushed it to September. That gives us a month to train in a safe environment and get these girls in condition to play. And then if you know we feel in September it's, it's safe to you know get on the field we'll get on the field but you know yeah we we all want to get back whether it be on the field or on the court or whether people at home watching sports on tv we're all missing sports right now but um it, it has to be safe and it has to be right and if that's decided that we'd rather wait till the spring um and see how this thing plays out um i'll be cool with that and and what we'll do then we'll use between now and then to help these girls get physically fit, get mentally ready um, again. And uh, we'll work on our team culture. And, and, and as I said earlier, we're a young team. So maybe if that happened, it might be a blessing in disguise where we get this young team, give them some time to grow and maybe play some scrimmage games, you know. Yeah, I was going to say the fact that you do have a young team, it, it might give you some time to kind of mold them the way you want them. Yeah, one of the biggest frustrations for not just myself, but every soccer coach in college is, you know, we come in uh, usually around the first week of August and we're playing games usually the second week of August and we cram 20 games into, you know, a two and a half month period. And the amount of years where I've got till November and thought our season's over just when this team was gelling, just when this team was hitting their peak, and so, uh, yeah, when you talk to college soccer coaches, they're always complaining about how little time we have to prepare. Very jealous when I see basketball programs and baseball <laughs> programs have all that time to, right. to get in the weight room and, and to get on the practice court, you know. So um, 
if we were to get that for once, uh, rather than complaining, I, I would certainly see it as a positive and get really excited about having that time to get to know the girls again and get some ideas across and, and have some development time um, without the pressure of competition. How tough has it been recruiting with the limitations that the NCAA has put on recruiting during this time? Again, look, you have to step back and go, this is bigger than me and this is bigger than recruiting. Uh, is it safe right now to have kids flying all over America doing official visits? Is it safe for coaches to be driving and flying all over America? Um, it's, it's probably not. It's probably not a risk we need to do. So we've had to shift gears a little bit. Lots of uh, phone calls and text messages with recruits and re reassuring the recruits that we're still interested in them. Um, I don't mind it because the rules are the same for everybody. Um, you know, so every young lady in the 2021 signing class and every coach looking to sign players that year, we're, we're all playing by the same rules. So, uh, I, again, once it's, um, there's a safe environment to do it, um, we'll do it and, and we'll make the most of it then, you know. But it certainly has, um, uh, yeah, it's, there's a lot of young ladies that are anxious and want to come to Little Rock and they're calling me saying, Coach, do you know any more? Do you have any uh, decisions? And, and for me, what I've had to do, I've had to be intentional. I've had to say, you know what, I don't want to make any rush decisions. Recruiting, if you get recruiting right, you've everything's easier after that. So the biggest challenge right now is to not make any rash decisions, to not make an offer to someone that you haven't really had the time to see or get to know. And then also, uh, these kids are juniors and seniors in high school, um, and it's a crazy emotional time. It would be unfair as me as a college coach to put them under pressure to make a decision to, to commit to a college where they maybe haven't had the time to see the ins <coughs> and outs, you know, and, and haven't had the time to spend with the girls. So um, for everybody's sake, as frustrating as it is, I do think it's right to put a pause on that. What is the recruiting pitch that you would give to a student athlete that would want them that would make them want to come to Little Rock? Look, um, there isn't a one size fits all. You know, for me, it's this is who we are. This is what we are about. Um, we are trying to put academics first, okay, um, and that's one of the things I enjoy about the mid major level. You know, that team that we talked about that um, won the Sun Belt. Um, out of that ten, that group of 10 seniors, every one of those girls graduated. Um, seven of them had a 4.0 GPA. So uh, what we're looking for is young ladies that want to be excellent in the classroom, have an excellent soccer experience, um, and, and combine those two. You know, I'm always telling the girls, excellence is a habit. You know, I get worried when I see someone who, they're a great soccer player, but their grades are really bad. Uh, that that scares me um, and then at the same time if someone's a knockout in the classroom but they're, you know they're, they're, some of their soccer habits aren't as good we're looking for that across the board and so for me it's about being as honest as I can in the recruiting process it's about being consistent in my message and then hopefully the girls see that and the girls that are meant to be here will be attracted to that and the ones that aren't meant to be here will be scared off by it when I was a younger coach, it was, you know, you, you look at the recruit and you try to guess what do they want to hear, what does mum and dad want to hear, and you, you, you try to tell them what they want to hear. And, you know, at the end of the week, you've 
met with recruits and it's a different story you know now i hope any recruit that would come on campus um if they spoke to each other they would be sharing the same message coach foster um is somebody who expects me to do well in the classroom and is going to help me have a great soccer experience in one of the best cities in america um it's as simple as that when when i came to interview at little rock i, I fell in love with the city it's for me it's the right size you know mm. i'm from ireland i'm from a little town in ireland you know i wouldn't have done well in a new york a chicago or atlanta so it's whether it's me as a coach or whether it's a, a young lady they've got to find what's right for you what, what allows you to be special little rock allows me to be at my best because this city has everything that i want and need this school has everything i need and um we we've proven um in the two years we've been here um that little rock is a place where you can get a great education and have a great soccer experience and and have some fun doing it this segment was brought to you by bath makeover we'll wrap it up with mark foster when we come back after this this is big talk on little rock strength is measured not by the number of counts strength is placing value on relationships it's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Security needs to be at the top of the list when it comes to your family, home, and lifestyle. It all starts with our security system, which lets you add control of lights, door locks, thermostats, and more. In addition to dimming a light, locking a door, or adjusting the thermostat, you can combine all of these to work with the press of one button on your keypad or phone. It's state-of-the-art security that fits into your lifestyle and your life. Give us a call today to learn more. Triple S Alarm, 501-664-4599. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. We're sitting down with Mark Foster, the head soccer coach of your Little Rock Trojans. Coach, in that last segment you talked about being from Ireland, a small town, Newcastle, Ireland. Now, I'm a golfer. Yeah. So I know of Roy McIlroy, Shane Lowry, Padraig Harrington. But uh, I, I, I know there's good soccer played in Ireland, but uh, a place that I would love to go visit sometime. So for those uh, who have never been, what could they expect when they go to Ireland? Um, you know, you've heard. I'm sure you've heard all the jokes about the the weather and Guinness and all that stuff. But yeah, our golf is fantastic. Unfortunately, my golf game is not on the same <laughs> level as the gentleman you just mentioned. Well, they're all major champions. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, our, our we we have a beautiful island. Um, wonderful people. Um, it's one of the reasons I enjoy um being in the southern part of America. Yes, sir willing to open your door very friendly people and, and i would say for anybody that has experienced southern hospitality that's what i'd hope you find in ireland uh as far as the golf we've some of the best golf courses in the world and for anybody who's familiar or, or isn't i would encourage them to check out the royal county down um in my hometown my first job was as a caddy oh really uh, walking up and down the links and yeah. so um I, I think that helped my soccer game you know when you're Walking eight miles legs. a day, carrying yeah. uh, carrying bags. At, at the Royal County down there in Newcastle, they don't allow golf carts, so it's just straight up. If you're playing, you're carrying your bag, and so there's a lot of work for caddies. And uh, 
yeah so been blessed to be around um some of the best golf in the world have been fortunate enough to see some of the best players in the world play um rory likes to play at royal county down and, and likes to have a guinness or two in some of the local bars but um i haven't been lucky enough to run into him yet in any <laughs> of those situations how often do you get to get back um, we actually, uh, usually once or twice a year, unfortunately, we had to cancel our plans to go this summer um, just because of everything that's right. going on. But um, my sister's getting married next summer, and uh, please God, everything is calmed down and it's a little oh, bit safer. Man. Yeah, you got to be there for that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, so she's marrying a Scottish guy, so they're threatening to make me wear a kilt. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll I'm sure, I'm sure your, your, your team would love to see you do that. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be uh, Jesse, my wife, will be taking pictures and um, getting it back to the girls, and you'll probably see something embarrassing on social media. Oh, boy. We can only look forward to that. Well, thanks so much for sitting down with us, Mark. This has been fun and uh, uh, continued success here at Little Rock, and hopefully the season, as we know it, as of right now, you get to play and you have success and maybe another Sunbelt Conference championship. Why not? Wouldn't it be great to just end all the months of frustration and being locked up at home to get back on the field and win a championship? That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, give us something else to talk about. Exactly. Good luck this year, Thank Mark. You. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Mark Foster, the soccer coach of your Little Rock Trojans. That'll do it for this edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. Join us next time, everyone. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Shep. This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics.